Good afternoon, podcast land. All hands on deck. Oh my goodness. So warm today. I got the fan on. I got my jazz music. I'll I'll debate later whether to cut that AC on. But when I cut it on, it gets so chilly. And the arthritis don't like that AC. But I do enjoy warm, sunny days. The goal today is to get out and and take a nice walk. And uh, check out Sunset Boulevard real quick. Uh, not too long because you know ain't nobody trying to breathe in uh, you know all that air but you know it's good to take a walk breathe let the sun hit you get that vitamin D3 doctors say that most Americans lack vitamin D3 we need that folks go out there and take a ride on a bike take a walk do not go to the beaches or the parks people come on now But anyways, go out there, get that sun, let it marinate, let it just hit you and get that vitamin D3 because doctors are like most of Americans, people in general, they they lack that that vitamin D3 and the sun is what heals, the sun is what cures a lot of our uh, mental ailments of the quarantine life, you know, that quarantine vita ain't no joke. Week 1052 in, in in the house. It's going to be okay. But anyways, happy Cinco de Mayo. Are you getting your tacos for dinner? Are we making some guacamole? Are we hitting that tequila sunrise? I'll have to bypass the, the margaritas. Uh, not living that kind of life. But, you know, I remember all the mar- margaritas that I consumed in my life. Boy, they were so tasty and so relaxing. But right now, I'm sipping on a cold can of orange sun-kissed soda. And when I cracked it open and I took a drink a minute ago, man, that is what I'm talking about right there. That is, it was very refreshing. I drank my coffee this morning. I try to drink a lot of water. But when it warms up, I do like to enjoy a soda pop. For sure, for sure. So like I said, it's warm outside. It's going to get up to 91 degrees in Los Angeles. So my weather app states. But I'm feeling it might be uh, uh, a little bit over 91 degrees. But anyways, that's just that's just me trying to be the weather person, you know? So anyways, I try to put the, the cell phone closer so that, that y'all can hear me better. Because, you know, I got the fan on, directly on me. It feels so good. I got my jazz music over here and my neighbor who's trying to build an ark of some kind. I don't know. He got his uh, saw out and his uh, all his tools. And I ain't hating on him. I just want to be heard, though, when I record and send this out to you. So, anyways, I wanted to add a particular segment along with the fun facts. But I wanted to add uh, and start um, shout outs to a hero, you know and mention and shine light on people who are making a difference and they don't have to go out there and conquer the world to make a difference you make a difference in your world around you but so you know my shout outs to the heroes today would be you know it's national teachers appreciation week and i uh being a a former caregiver and teacher it was always nice to get um just appreciation from the parents from the staff, from administration. So I give a big O shout out to all the teachers who are on the struggle bus of trying to teach their students via 
the home life. You know, the children are, their class children are at home. They're in their homes, and these teachers are trying to put out this curriculum and give their, their class work, and, and it's, uh, it's an ongoing challenge, you know, but they're doing it. They're killing it. They're doing the best that they can, and I totally take my hats off to all these teachers who, who well, you know, they love what they do, and they love their children. And I especially want to give a shout-out to all the caregivers at the CYP slash CDC at the MBV, what is that about? C, yeah, Naval Base, Ventura County, all that. CYP, CDC, MBVC, that would be child care programs, child um, CDC, Child Development Center. I am so sorry. I just forgot about it. Because, you know, when you retire, you be living that good life sometimes. And you forget what all these titles are on a military base. So it's Child Youth Programs, Child Development Center at the Naval Base Ventura County in Port Wainimi. I just want to take my hat off and send all my love. And a big, big, great shout out to the staff, to the caregivers, to the cooks, to the, to the cleanup crew. To the receptionist, to my uh, to my director, to uh, my assistant director, to my training curriculum specialist, all these people that are showing up and leaving their loved ones and their families as they go out into a very unpredictable, uncertain, and kind of a scary world right now, and they're providing stability and continuity to the Navy and their families. So I'm I'm just super super proud of you super duper proud of you and you're my super duper heroes and i just totally take off my hat to each and every one of you i love you all i miss you all and i totally salute you and i appreciate you so let's go hit up this fun fact i touched up on it yesterday that the los angeles unified school district is opening up the schools come august 2020 for the new school year you know and they're given the green light to you know open each school under the los angeles school district anyway and you know it's kind of like tricky it's like bittersweet because you you know you're excited that you know some things are returning back to normal step by step i know the governor said he's starting to open up some some more small businesses you know even the floral industry i saw that they were open i'm not too sure if the hair salons are open yet i, I didn't uh, catch that but i'll look into it even though you know a lot of folks are <laughs> cutting their own hair i included in that but uh yeah fun fact schools are opening up the governors you know uh slowly incorporating a society to return to I don't know I guess the new normal you know how do we move on from here how do parents they have such a, a burden now to to make the choice to look okay I'm glad the school's opened up but do I want to send my heart and soul back to school because you know I'm sure they're thinking I'm thinking how about if one of those kids do have the coronavirus and it does spread and then they got to turn around and shut everything down again. So we've got to stay in prayer. We've got to stay vigilant and we've got to really control our thoughts because even 
going into a building where you have to press the elevator buttons and, and um, churches and malls reopening soon enough and and how how do we how do we carry you know all the way to that and still try to remind ourselves look be anxious about nothing but everything you know that you're concerned about stay in prayer about give it to God and, and try our best not to accumulate any God weight because it's easy easy to to um, you know to be overwhelmed sending your children back to school and you know giving them you know back to God and saying look Lord I want my child to go to school but I don't want my child to catch the coronavirus so I'm going to need to depend on my faith and my strength and my hope in you and stand on your promise and plead the blood of Jesus over each child as they do return to school and some parents they'd be like well you know what we're just going to continue to homeschool which I totally understand I mean I understand both both ways but um I think parents and, and people in general that are going to go back into the new norm, into this new society where, you know, shaking hands is probably a thing of the past and we're just going to hit elbows or just give, you know, a, a smile or, or just simply talk, start talking, you know, because you've got huggers out there. You know, some people are huggers. I've worked with a lot of people in my life where they're huggers and, and coming from um, kind of a, being raised in a non-affectionate environment. And then going, growing up and going out to the workforce and the real world and you come across these people who are a little more affectionate than you're used to, you know, it's like, oh my God. So I think the huggers of the world might want to refrain from, you know, spreading around those hugs. Just a, a, a little high five, uh, a, a, a pretend high five, should I say? pretend high five or an elbow or a touching of a shoe I don't know do something other than hugging right now but I get it we all miss each other we all miss our friends we all miss our normal lives but as it returns to the new normal I mean there has to be a level of apprehensiveness and what do we do with our apprehensiveness and our anxiety our fear and are just like our, our concern, you know, and we have to have that. Uh, it's like a currency exchange. I'm going to give you this, Lord, for your peace. I'm going to give you this, Lord, for your promise because we'll drive ourselves crazy. And then our children, we don't want them to feed off of it because, you know, the older the child is, the more they know. And children are smart these days. So we got to keep our, our families and our children, our parents in our prayers, praying for all the parents who have to make that decision. They come August, is my child going back to school? Is my child not going back to school? So I would definitely stay in prayer and, and be sure not to accumulate that God weight. And if by chance you do, and we do, uh, just exchange it. Try to, you know, nip it in the bud. Exchange it real quick and, and, and um, stay in prayer. Hit those knees and, and uh, fast, pray, keep your mind. Uh, on the the beautiful things and the promises of God on the good things and and because our mind is so quick to run away but uh, just wanted to touch up on that a little bit um, so let me share some things that I've been reading and the books that I finished and I wanted to start off by sharing some of the ex uh, the excerpts in this particular book it's actually the same book that I gave Michael Mother that uh, uh, caused her eyesight to fail. <laughs> it is so deep, you know, and I hope that she's uh, picking it up now, that uh, she's in a better place. And, and this book is so powerful, and it just rocked my world. And it's by David G. Benner. 
and it's called the gift of being yourself and it you know it doesn't have too many pages and if you want to order it it's on amazon for eleven dollars and 89 cents right now you can even get it used because ain't nothing wrong with the used book as a matter of fact they're cheaper and i totally uh love a good deal once you read it, you'll never be the same. It's about spiritual transformation. It's about uh, spiritual transformational journeys. I got my notes in front of me because I didn't want to, um, you know, go astray from my notes today. Because there, I think it's important this episode that I, I stick with, uh, kind of reading everything that I put down because it's good stuff. But uh, if you're interested in this transformational spiritual journey, especially now with uh, this pandemic that has us locked in and you know we're not used to perhaps having not so much downtime but having that space to like kind of pick up on what's going on in our mind kind of pick up on our emotions and things like that and I think the more time uh, maybe solitude from a crazy world the more you a person would self-reflect because they've been running so hard and, and trying to conquer the world and like I said the other day you know we're, we're into this quantity and accumulating this life and we never stop to check a pulse to check the quality of life that we're living so now that we have this time and space we're like we're like hey wait a minute things aren't adding up I'm not particularly satisfied and happy right now and you know we, we get so busy making a life that we don't stop to think but wait a minute you know is it aligning what is my life aligning to what God wants and created me for? And we have this, like, um, some sort of a midlife crisis. And then we start tripping on, on things that, hey, I'm not happy with this particular relationship. Or, hey, I'm not happy with this one-sided friendship or this one-sided marriage. Or, or, you know, these relationships that we required, we can start reflecting on them because we have the time and space to and you know workaholics kind of have have to reevaluate you know wait a minute I'm spending 80 hours here of my time but you know I don't know my child or I'm not connecting with my spouse and and you know the barometer uh, of the quality of life is just like so busy these days because we have noticed that perhaps we're not satisfied. That like, there's got to be more to life than just getting up every day, going to work, and paying the mortgage, and and, and um, just the mundane things, you know. Just another Monday, let's go to work. Just another Friday, the weekend's here. Let's wash the car. Let's cut the grass, and things like that. And let's pay the bills. And and we find ourselves almost hollow inside. Because we've been so busy that we forgot to tend to our soul. We forgot to tend to our heart and things like that. And you wake up one day and you're just a full-blown adult. You have a family. You're like, look, my goals are like X, Y, and Z. I need to buy a house. I need to start saving up for the children to go to college. Or, or whatever uh, your choices in the life that you made. But, you know, we find through this um, quarantine living that... Um, Perhaps we're just not satisfied, maybe with the choices we made, or or we want to be stronger in certain areas and maybe eliminate other areas and things like that. And so I wrote down a couple of excerpts from this book that um, it's powerful. It's a powerful book. And one of the excerpts, it would be The Journey into God, 
that is the core of Christ's following leads to the, to the discovery that the foundation of our very being is our being in God. The transformational journey must be encountered and not merely bypassed. It must be embraced and deeply known if it is to be any, if it's to be transformational. And some approach it as a quest to know God. And the whole story demands that we focus as much on about knowing the truth of ourself as it is about knowing the truth of God and our relationship and position in God and why he created us. Uh, the journey involves becoming more and more fully the truth of our being in God. While our self is not God, it is the place where we must meet God. God intends our, his home to be in our hearts. It is meeting God in the depths of our soul that transforms us inside out. The self that begins the spiritual journey is the self of our own creation. The self we thought ourselves to be, all the labels that we put on ourselves, all the, all the goals that we set and things like that, that life that we try to, to create for ourselves. This is the self that dies on the journey. The self that arrives is the self that was loved into existence by divine love. The deepest, dopest thing I've ever heard. i got to read that again. The self that arrives is the self that was loved into existence by divine love. And you get that by going through this transformational journey. Just to be spiritually aligned with God and your purpose in the kingdom. This is the reason that the self that embarks on the journey of Christ's following is the self is not the self that arrives. This is the person that we were destined from eternity to become. The I is hidden in the I am. So, like all that, back to back, you know, I took down these notes because these are the things that have been, you know, just blowing me away because if you come to a point in your life of a season of surrender, and you're like, I want more from my life. I want a better quality of life. I want a better relationship with the Lord. I want a better relationship with my own self, you know, because we have to come to a point in our life of acceptance and uh, valuing ourselves, loving ourselves. Because I think if we get that and our true identity that we, I, we are the I and the I am, that we were created and designed in love by divine love you can get that then it totally overflows like a cup of water being filled up by the sink water it just overflows on everything else if we get those two things and it's a journey it doesn't happen overnight i mean this is breaking down years of labels and roles that we've we've uh created for ourselves and we strip away we strip away at all these layers of even how we introduce ourselves, even how we define ourselves, even how, how we see ourselves, you know. You'll know a lot about yourself when you observe how you introduce yourself to the world and to others in your environment. You know, hello, I'm Joanne. I'm, you know, we tend to uh, relate ourselves by the people in our lives, you know, and the roles. That's why. Uh, what was it yesterday? I said when roles change, women seem to go through the, this displacement season, and, and we forget that our entity is who we are in the Lord. 
not necessarily that I'm somebody's daughter or I'm somebody's wife or I'm somebody's friend or I'm somebody's sister or I'm somebody's employee or what have you. So we have all these labels that we live out in our lives, but sometimes we get so caught up. That's why the empty nesters have a hard time readjusting in their marriage because they no longer have to like ride their children around to all these different events and uh, couples will get busy raising their children and forget that they were first married so it so their roles change and they feel displaced so if we bring ourselves back to our core back to our authenticity back to who we really are and if you take all those those uh, titles and those layers and those misconceptions and those ideas of what what we thought life was supposed to be like because sometimes we get thrown off and we're like wait a minute this is not how I saw my life unfolding this is not what I wanted for myself and we only get to unsatisfied seasons when there are seasons of solitude, when there are seasons of displacement, when there are seasons of change, when there's a season like a world pandemic and we start looking at our engine light and it's, it's like coming up short and we've been so busy that we forgot to even check our own pulse of like, hey, wait a minute, I, I don't like this certain relationship. I don't, I don't like that I'm always giving and not getting and, and just different things. We start checking a pulse on everything. And if we're brave enough and we're courageous enough and if we're wise enough, we can start reshuffling the deck. We can start peeling away at, at, uh, all those layers and we can go on this like journey. And this journey lasts basically for the rest of your life. So don't even think that, you know, next week you're going to know exactly who you are because it's a journey. It's um it's not so much the destination, it's that everyday step-by-step, uh, um, step, you know. It's that dying to self and realizing who we really are in relation to God, in relation to us. And when we find God, we really find us. And when we find the true us, we really find God. And how intertwined that is and how important that is to live that out. And, and you know, the Lord's not uh, looking for perfect people. He's looking for obedient people. He's looking for open people who can execute that that his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven in my life. You know, and it's just it's just the greatest and deepest, dopest, powerfulest thing ever. And you know, if we even were ever just to get a glimpse or a taste of God's love, that still we can we will still never fathom like the just the wholeness the magnitude of it you know because it's something that our minds cannot conceive or we're too human to even grasp it and then one day when we graduate to glory and we're with him you know sometimes I wonder will we even realize it then you know yes streets of gold mansions and stuff like that forever in his presence never ever being hurt or worrying again in the perfect world forever you know I don't you know as as his creation will we even ever fathom the totality of the love that the Lord has for us you know we get a taste of it we live it out as 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 much as possible in our human frame but like will we ever comprehend it but we can always 
live in it and execute it to the best of our abilities even though we don't have a full revelation of the totality of the love that Christ has for us you know we can still live in it we can still experience it it can still free us free us to the point where we're able just to shake off any any norms that we grew up with you know and breaking those those uh family curses and you know the buck stops here that happened for the last five six generations but for me in my life in my household this is the way the cookie's gonna gonna crumble you know i'm gonna stop certain customs and traditions of just not giving ourselves the segue to live in our fullness you know limit what is a limit i'm not gonna live by any limit i'm not gonna live in this box of mediocrity yes i'm a minority yes i'm a woman but you know what that means nothing as a matter of fact take the ball and run with it as a woman you take the ball and just you you push your daughters and you push your sons and you push your marriage and your family to the forefront because you want all that the lord has for you withholding nothing you know but that also comes the price of that would be total surrender to his agenda total surrender to his um, ideas and plans for your life and that would incorporate knowing exactly who you are and living in your truths that you're the I and the I am so when you walk into a room and your self esteem's kind of wavering that day and you're going up for a job promotion or, or you know the rent's about to be due again you know and this pandemic got us tripping but you walk into this room of life and and you tell yourself and you tell the devil and you tell whoever you that needs to know look man i am the i and i am you know the lord chose to leave his kingdom to live in me so i no longer have to go through all these rituals and prayers and and the old uh covenant i mean he's in me and i'm in him there's a direct direct correlation in our i and the i am so when so when the lord you know the lord's all i am the i am like what break that down lord i am the i am but lord when you want me to go over there and represent you and they ask who sent you just tell them that i am the i am okay yeah like they're gonna think i'm crazy they're gonna think they're gonna be like you know what joanne she's just been having too many margaritas because it's cinco de mayo no i am the I am. The I am sent me. Well, what is the I am? The I am is exactly everything that you would ever need. He didn't even put a label on it because that's how vast it is. So on the days where you're weak, I am your strength. On the days where you doubt, I am your faith. On the days that you're broken, I am the mender of broken hearts. On the days where your body doesn't work, I am the healer. On the days where you lose somebody and they die and you thought you could never live a day without them, I am the comforter. You know, on the days where you need the money to pay your bills and, and your bank is not reflecting that, I am your provider. And the days where you wake up anxious and you got to send those kids to school and you made that choice, I am, I am your, what? Your remedy to your anxiousness. Be anxious about nothing. You know, it's an exchange of beauty for ashes, oil of joy for mourning. This exchange is... I am everything you will ever need. That's why I never even put any 
specific title on it because I am that that you'll be. So when you walk in a room, you're a part of that. You're a part of that totality because you are his creation. He made the earth. He made the heavens. He, the water. He told the water to act right and it became a body of ocean. But he took time to create us in his image and he gave us the, the gift of our own will so that we could choose him because who wants to be in a relationship where you're being forced oh you will love me oh you will stay with me oh you will do this you know control that's just not the kind of god he is but he's going to give you that option that when he knocks on the door of your heart you know it's your choice to open it it's your choice to live in your fullness it's your choice to go on this journey it's your choice to read this book that i'm recommending it's your choice to know exactly who you are in him in correlation to the power that he's given us it's our choice whether we want to obtain it and walk in it and execute it you know it's our choice whether we're gonna um you know shatter these glass ceilings it's our choice whether we're gonna stop these generational curses of mediocrity. it's our choice whether we're gonna go to school and get an education because nobody in our family ever graduated from anything but the school of life it's our choice whether we're going to raise our children to be whole human beings versus how we were raised. It's our choice. It's all our choice. And and with that, he, it's an invitation. It's an open invitation to the I, I am, the I am. And to realize that we are totally wrapped up in that. You know, when they see Jesus, they ought to see us. And when they see us, they ought to see Jesus. Those two things, you know, you can't look at a child and not see their parents you can't look at the parents and not see the child they are intertwined forever nothing without break or decay they are related directly like when you get your dna test they're going to tell you who your mom and daddy are if you don't there's a direct dna dna correlation in that so when you see me you i pray that you would see the father and when you see the father i pray that you would see me because we are the i and the i am directly connected and things like that but it's a journey it's a total journey of like I don't like where my life is I'm not satisfied I want more and how do I obtain more I think we obtain more and I believe it by knowing exactly who we are you know the yes I'm Joanne yes yes I'm a female and yes I'm 45 but that's just and I yes I'm somebody's daughter and sister and Nina and friend and, and uh, you know, a citizen of the United States. But there, there's more. There's more. There's more to every person to take off all those layers and time and surrender and seasons of loss, seasons of pain, seasons of just growth and wisdom. They provide all this. They will set the foundation. They will set the stage for this journey. But you've got to choose to go on it. And it's difficult. I get it. But I'm telling you, this book is no joke. It will propel you, and I'm reading my notes, it will, will propel you so far and give you such an advantage in your life. I pray every woman will read this book and journal it. And like the book says, allow the Holy Spirit to guide you to what you should get rather than you get it. Just let everything, uh, just let everything, I just went over just let it marinate let it marinate in your heart you know get the book you know the longer a meat marinates the, the layers of flavor and the better it is 
you know so the longer we let the word of god and, and reading the bible and all the scriptures marinate in our hearts the better it will be the better quality and the sweeter of life the sweeter our lives will be so that this pandemic doesn't have us like all scared because we'll know who we are yes we'll have days where we're you know not 100% but our our better days will be greater than our not so well days so to speak in a lack of uh, words but anyways so just think about that think about that and remember the self that arrives is the self that was loved into existence by divine love when we when we start our journey that's exactly the person that arrives so we've been looking in this self-reflected mirror and asking ourselves who the sam hill are we and how did we get here who are you and why do you feel i've wasted time and space in my life the big question everyone will ask at the time one time or another is who am i why am i here and what's my purpose and i think the pandemic has brought all these questions up to the surface because we're like wait 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 so the david benner book you know it, it breaks it down hardcore and he writes this is the self that dies on the journey the self that arrives is the self that was loved into existence by divine love I'm about to get that tattooed on on my arm or something so that every time i see my arm i will be reminded of that but you on that like like jerky you know chew on the truth chew on the promises of god and and, and get the book read it you know and, and share it share it with somebody definitely so i encourage you to stay the course keep asking those hard questions folks and don't despise small beginnings stay on that bus stay on that struggle bus you know it will get hard and it will get ugly at times and we'll have to face things and we'll have to accept some things, you know, because if you really think about it, you know, the Lord made us. He made our temperaments. He made what we like. He made what we don't like. He made it all. And it's all intertwined. Our journey is all intertwined in who we really are, you know. So, yeah, we strip away labels, but he's still at, at our core. He made us all individuals. We're all unique. So, you know, we balance ourselves out with others who are maybe opposite than us so if you're in a in a friendship or in a marriage where one ha is pretty impatient you'll find that the other's probably pretty patient and if one has is tend to you know be hot and tempered the other one's like cool as a cucumber and he brings us the right relationships that balance us out because he loves us and he created relationships and friendships because this is not uh, uh, we we're not lone rangers in this we've been We've been built and we have the need for community. We have the need for each other. So that's why it's so important that we stay connected. All right. So I encourage you to stay the course. Keep asking those hard questions. Keep seeking the Lord. Stay on the journey. If you haven't started your, your, your journey of self-reflection and why am I here and who am I and what's my purpose, start it. Start it and stay the course and it'll be the best decision and the hardest decision you'll ever make but it will be so benefiting all right guys this one's a little shorter but i'm okay with that because i want to go and drink my soda pop make my lunch and things like that i pray for you and i'll see you 
See you later. Take care.